So the George Floyd, Derek Chauvin trial ended the other day. Guilty on all counts for uh, Derek Chauvin, the cop. Talk about it here in a second, but uh, like you know, like I think a half hour before the verdict was announced, there was a 16-year-old black girl named Micaiah Bryant who was shot by a cop. And so I want to talk about her a little bit, then we'll get to Chauvin. So I think the timeline on Micaiah Bryant was somehow the media knew that she was 16, she was black, and she was shot by a cop, but they had not seen the video of what went down. So I so I did a little thing. I went on to uh, Google News, and I you know if you put put your search term into quotes, you can limit it to exactly that thing. So I did a search for black teenager shot. And because the corporate media websites all copy each other, basically every, you know, there's like a thousand hits, unless there's 5,000 hits. But um, so every corporate media site had some article that had the words black teenager shot. Like those were, you know, those three words in that order. Uh, so, you know, whoever started that and then they all copied it. And then, so the rest of, you know, the headlines were black teenager shot by police or black teenager shot by cop. And when I see a headline like that, I mean, that sounds like murder. That sounds like murder to me. I don't know. I don't know what you would think if you saw that headline, but that, you know, that's, you know, that's the headline of a cop murdering a black teenager. And then the Whatever, the police department was terrified of, you know, this is Columbus, Ohio, terrified of, you know, riots and who knows what. Everyone getting fired. We'll see if someone gets fired or not. But anyway, so they were pretty quick to release the footage, which, you know, used to, there's legal, there's laws where cops cannot just release the footage of a crime scene. But anyways, lately they're like, you know, screw those laws. We gotta, we gotta get, the, we gotta get out ahead of this if, if it's a good shoot. And in this case, it's obviously a good shoot. The woman was, the woman, the 16-year-old girl was uh, in the middle of trying to kill someone using a knife. And I'll tell you, like, I guess this is sexist, but, you know, some sexist things are true. But, like, you see, like, a girl throw a ball, you know, and they don't throw it the same way a man does or a boy does. And it's the same thing with uh, knives. Like... A lot of people don't hold the knife correctly, you know, heck, even boys, I'm sure. And, you know, they just, they're not stabbing right. You know, they're not, they're not really doing what you need to do to kill someone with a knife. But Micaiah Bryant, who was a huge girl, she was doing it right. I mean, she was going in there. She wasn't doing the downward psycho knife stab. She was doing the, you know, the... You shiv someone 20 times in the gut in the prison movie type of stabbing. And she was going, like, straight for the some other black girl or woman's, uh, you know, somewhere the neck to eyeball area. She was going for just that general area. And the cop is like, stop, stop, stop. And then just goes, blam, 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 blam. Shoots her four times. I think some people might say that four times is too much. But um, if you ever shot a gun, it just... Like you know, the clip will be empty. The clip will be empty. You like you 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 shoot the first shot, and then all of a sudden your clip is empty. It's weird. It's something about the human brain, but 
you shoot you shoot him fast there's there's no reason i mean he should have shot four times because she was trying to kill someone you know and that's a cop's job to uh stop people in the middle of trying to murder other people plus four shots is i mean that's actually pretty low because it's just the human brain can get off a lot of shots without even thinking about it so anyways the media made up a bunch of headlines you know intending to deceive i mean there's you know the, the first you know the first few hours they made up these headlines that made it sound like a cop murdered a black girl and then the next day they made up a bunch more headlines you know they created a bunch more headlines and put them on the internet making it sound like a cop murdered a black girl and so at that point that's not trying to inform the public that is trying to deceive the public so anyways white liberals will read their New York Times articles and feel real proud about proud of themselves when they hate the cops and don't learn that it was a good shoot and you know whatever that's just the same stuff that happens every time I guess the one thing that was crazy is LeBron James put a picture of the cop who did it on his Twitter account and said you're next and then he took it down and uh so anyways you know what does your next mean a lot of people are saying that's like calling for violence. It could be your next. Like Derek Chauvin just went to jail for murder. Uh, you could be the next person going to jail for murder. Anyways, obviously LeBron James had not seen the video, didn't know nothing about it. Uh, everyone was very happy to use that as a... Basically, Twitter went crazy. People, The people on the anti-BLM people who are not blocked went crazy and were replying to uh, LeBron James, you know, 10,000, 100,000 times just showing pictures of her with the knife and whatnot. So that was interesting. Okay, so the Derek Chauvin trial. Um, I'm I'm happy with the verdict. And it's a little funny. I think I'm, I'm happy with the verdict. And I, I follow that thing monumentally closely. There's like lawyers on YouTube who break down every single bit of it and, you know, bring up the case law and so on. And I... I follow those guys. I watch them every every day. You know, let's hear an hour long breakdown of every day of that court case. And the reason why I liked that verdict is because America is not a racist country. People in America are not racist. Like I don't know a single person who's a racist, but the media is like saying every white person in America is racist. And so this trial was basically America on trial for racism and the verdict was not guilty america is not guilty of racism now like the case itself i think it could have gone either way so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say that that it was obvious that he was guilty or innocent and then you got the you know murder two three and manslaughter two so then you got to deal with all that stuff you know, George Floyd, he was on drugs, he had a bad heart, he had previously had a similar thing with the cops one year before and almost died that time without the knee on the neck. You know, basically just getting arrested almost killed him in a similar situation one year ago. But on the other hand, you know, what's the difference between that time when he very came, when he came very close to dying and this year, or sorry, the year afterward when he did die? Well, there was a knee on his neck. And he said, you know, put me on the ground. 
There's a whole bunch of stuff that causes doubt, but you know, how much doubt, a reasonable doubt. And you know, that's just up to each person. And so I think I think uh that jury could have very easily gone either way, and they went one way, and that's totally fine. And there's not going to be any reason for, like, a mistrial or an appeal or anything like that to overturn it. Unless. Okay, and so here we go. Here's the unless. So the jury members are going to be hot topics for interviews by the media, right? The media is going to be chasing after every, after every juror and the two alternates, 14 people. I think they already got an interview out of one of the alternates. And so I think that if a juror says that they were afraid for their life, then that's the kind of thing. Like, basically, if a juror is like, I thought he was not guilty, but I said he was guilty, you know, for some reason. We can, we can imagine some reasons here. I think that is actually cause for a mistrial. And I can imagine myself being on that jury and, you know, I think I, I think they got the right call. But let's just say I listened to it and I had a reasonable doubt, you know. Reasonable doubt, what does that mean? That's everyone's own opinion on their own reasonable doubt. And they got some instructions, but it really comes down to your own opinion. Uh, you know, if I was a white man sitting on that jury... I would be absolutely terrified to be arguing. I think there was five out of 12 were white people, you know, to be sitting there on one side of the table and you're like, you know, I'm not so sure. I mean, I think people would be calling you racist. Like you'd be in the jury room getting called a racist. I mean, that would be absolutely terrifying. And then it's like, well, you know that when the thing's over, you know, if you're the one that caused the mistrial because you wouldn't agree to the decision, it's like, uh, they're going to be like, yeah, it was that guy. What guy? You know, it was just, it was some banker who was gone for these days, you know, whatever. I mean, people, the internet would hunt you down and figure out who you are. And I guess, long story short, that's fine. You cannot keep your knee on someone's neck after they're dead. While people are filming you. That's just... You know, you're either... Such an idiot that you need to go to prison for a long time. Or you're an evil person who needs to go to prison for a long time. So, you know, he was dead after like five minutes. And he's just like, standing or whatever. And you know, in the crowd... The crowd was... Um, was being aggressive and, you know, might attack them. And so that was that was one possible reason why he kept doing it after George Floyd was dead which is a terrible look, obviously, was that this crowd is about to attack you. And if you try and turn George Floyd over and do some CPR or something, then the crowd may attack you. And so it's like, okay, I'm just going to hold this position until the ambulance gets here. And, you know, maybe that, to give him the benefit of the doubt, that might have been what he was thinking. Or he's just, he just got a screw loose and he uh, kept his knee on the guy's neck after he was dead. Because I think before he's dead, you know. Well, like, for instance, I think they looked at 300 cases in, I don't know, Minneapolis or Minnesota in general, where people were held down with a knee on the neck. And in every single case, they all lived, right? So, you know, maybe he thinks, well, you know, I'll keep my knee on this guy's neck because in the last 300 times, they all lived. 
But like I say, you just you can't keep your knee, in my opinion, can't keep your knee on the guy's neck after he's dead. And so it's better for America, regardless of what that guy deserves. It's better for America to find out that America is completely not racist. Or at least in this case, they are. All right. Thanks for listening.